Howdy, folks. My name is Marble, and my pronouns are she, her. Hi, my name is Ray, and my pronouns are he, him. And I'm Mars, and my pronouns are they, them. And it's time to draw a meal ticket from the deck of friendship. Uh, because today we are talking about Fighting Foodons episode 7, Avasti Gluttons. Avasti Gluttons. Avasti Gluttons. I'm a pirate. It's the pirate episode. It's the pirate episode. So there's not really, there's not really a food on 1v1 tournament arc rap like we expected. Nope. No, in fact, things kind of go off go off the rails a little bit, like like more than the show. Yeah, yeah, they really do. Hi, everyone. It's Pirate Mar. Hi, it's Pirate Marble. Marble. Hi, my name is Ray, and I'm not a pirate today. I, that's that's all. Walk right. the plank, regular Ray. Okay. Do 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 do. No, I was kidding. Ye are too young to visit Davy Jones' locker. It's oh, okay. I- it's okay, Pirate Marble. It goes to a uh, a, pi- a pillow fort. It's really soft down here. I mean, you did ruin the pillow fort. But- so, 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 fighting foodons. It's fighting foodons. Fighting foodons, as it turns Marble, out, has you, a plot. Marble, you don't want to continue this d- hilarious pirate bit. Instead, no, we're going to talk about the show, Mars. I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to shoot this in the foot, this bit in the foot with my, uh, what, blunderbuss? That's blunderbuss. a pirate gun. Well, then it's fine because the bit can have a peg leg. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're bringing it back. We're bringing it back. So. Welcome to Deck this, of Pirates. Welcome to Deck to, to welcome the to Pirate deck of, of Sea of Friend. Thieves. Welcome <laughs> to Deck of the One. Uh, Chapter from Paper Mario: The Thousand Year Door. Is there a pirate I love level, you, Mars? So much. <laughs> I love you. Is there, is there, is there a pirate level in Super Mario: Thousand Year Door? I don't get the joke. I haven't played there it is, yet. There yes. is a there <gasps> is a pirate level. Marvel, we should stream this game. <laughs> I literally have it, and I wanted to stream it, but I never have. I never. I was waiting for the right moment. I'm the right moment. <laughs> I will be on that stream or on one of those streams. Here's the thing: me, sure. Joe, and Mars are like the biggest Paper Mario stands. Oh, for sure. I I have played so much. I have played that game to completion five six seven times in my life ray and joe maybe more me more joe has not beat the game so basically every 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 deck of friendship member is going to be on it me mars ray and joe yeah everyone who's on every episode of deck of friendship it's interesting how quiet Joe is when we record these, though. Yeah, yeah I know. I just yeah. kind of want to take a back seat. Got to coax coax him out of his shell a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, it's you know, Joe. It's it's great to have you on the show. And I'm like, you know, like I mean, obviously you're on every episode, but Joe, you are legit one of the most dedicated dudes in the biz. And obviously, oh, like like wh- like such a good editor, such a good podcaster. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for editing all the episodes of Deck of Friendship for us, by the way. Yeah. You're such a great editor. Of course. The real reason why I don't really talk on the podcast is that I swear like a- Joe. Oh, we had to edit that out. We had to edit that out. So that's why. I just can't control my- Lingua. Joe, we've talked about this. So, um, so, so Fighting Foodons is a show, and it got real. It got real. We finally have plot. Yeah. It's here. Yeah. So, they're on the boat. And the the final tournament against what is called the Big Four, which is like the Elite Four, but with food ons. Yeah. Um, The Big Four are uh, the uh, are King Gorge's like elite 
super food on glutton chefs. Yeah. And notably, Claudia is not one of them. Redemption arc still possible. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Because the ones that they do have are very, like, textbook evil. While Claudia's kind of, like, prankster evil, they're, like, they're, like, you know, evil laugh, like, I'm going to enslave children. That They're, they're like, they're there. Yeah. They're, for they're sure. evil. They're, they're, they're they know the that there. they're bad, and what they're doing is bad. <laughs> and you know what? They're good at what they do, even if it's evil. You gotta hand it to them. They're good at what they do gotta respect the grind of mind-controlling people with chicken sticks or fish sticks or whatever. Yeah, mind-control yeah. fish sticks, which is a real thing that we learn about in this episode. And mind-control is not a part of a balanced diet. As we learned that from- is a, That is a line from the episode. That is a line. Still, yeah. It still baffles me. Like, you said it, and I was like, <laughs> but they didn't actually say that. Oh, but they did. King Gorgeous Mad Chefs are developing a special fish stick to brainwash his subjects. Well, they do say the fish is brain food. Mind control is not part of a balanced diet, Chase. That was that was Chef Jack. That was Chef, Chef Jack. Chef, is, Jack. Chef, Chef Jack is Chef Back. <laughs> <laughs> So this Mario episode literally felt like the final arc of an anime. Yeah. yeah, Chef Jack is Chef back, and this time he's got an appetite for revenge. Anyways, we got the entire cast and then some ready to go. Let's start from the beginning. So yeah, we got, okay, so it's the lim- elimination round is about to yeah. start, and it's Chase versus the Big Four, and they show up in a. I want to say a hot air balloon, but that's probably wrong. I think they're just hanging out on the mast of the ship. Yeah. And they or not look the mast, the, the balcony. The crow's the, nest. The crow's nest. I've played Sea of Thieves. This this synopsis is not what happened in the episode. Mm. Nope. Chase's victory celebration is cut short when he reveals that Chef Jack is his father. As the crowd turns on him, Chase and his friends realize that the audience is filled with gluttons, and the whole contest was a setup. After Chase loses a we food on battle, the King Gorgeous Big Four- No, I'm not doing the bit. I'm reading the synopsis because it's wrong. It's wrong. This is legit wrong. It was never revealed that the entire audience was gluttons, just that yeah. the, the people running the ship were gluttons. And also, they were presumably booing at the gluttons for being evil. I thought that's what they were implying with all the boos. I didn't think they were booing at Chase, were they? No, I, that's what I got. And also... Also, we knew Chef Jack was his dad. Yeah, and also the implication, and uh, like the announcer is like kind of on both sides of things, just kind of after the entertainment of whatever. But like... Like, it is sort of revealed that, like, or not revealed, because we, it's kind of, we knew it. We knew it two episodes ago. But the whole competition was just this glutton front, and the reason why is because they are mind-controlling people to join the glutton army. Yeah, wasn't the whole point of it to take that entire audience to the glutton base and feed them the fish sticks to mind-control yeah. control them? them? Yeah, yeah. Them so the them. audience the audience was neutral, if anything. Yeah, the audience yeah. wasn't secretly gluttons. They maybe were mind-controlled to be gluttons. Hey, Wiki Runner, get at us. Get we at respect us. you and, 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 and we love you and we want we want to let's work together let's yeah. work together let's, we're let's, on a team here let's finish let's actually finish all of the synopses pages for all the episodes let's do it let's we want to do food, fighting food on justice but we want to do it correctly yeah for the next podcast that comes along and wants to read from a wiki we want to pave the way 
Yeah. For that young, bright podcaster out there. Yeah, absolutely. Who will do a worse podcast than us, but gain more popularity <laughs> because they came second. And they'll be considered the trailblazer, not us. Anyway. Okay. All right. <laughs> this. Okay. So what actually happens here, Marble? Let's so, start. So, yes, of course. I would be happy to lead the charge on this uh, synopsis. Um, so basically, after last episode ended, you know, Chase won the semifinals, question mark. It's hard to know where we're at in Another the actual round. tournament structure. <laughs> yeah. But basically, he's onto the part where he fights the Elite Four, or Golden Four? One big old, big old four? Big, big old four. four. The big old four. The big old That's four. That's what they're, they're called, the big old four. Um, they consist of two jacked dudes. Wasn't there a group of people in Yu-Gi-Oh called the big four? That's the big five. Oh, you're right. They're one bigger. That's that's because this is a prequel to Yu-Gi-Oh. Right. Anyways, one another layer layer. became four. Another layer. Um, <laughs> it consists of two jacked dudes, uh, a lady, a hot lady who's insecure about her age, and uh, just a talking monkey. Now I'm okay. They are two jacked dudes. One was more mysterious and technical than the other one. Right. Yes. Yeah. One had a cyber eye. Yeah. yeah. One had a cyber eye, and he could shoot lasers out of it. To cut up fish. Yeah, and was wearing a yeah. robe cape. So, when the big four come out and, like, are like, all right, well, uh, just so you know, if you lose this competition, we're keeping your food-ons. And Chase, in a rage, is like, actually, I'm a rebel chef and I'm going to destroy you with my food-ons and you're going to be really sad about it. And you're going to be like, oh, I wish that this young child didn't destroy us with his food-ons. That's actually the, the entire line, word for word. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Very accurate. All, all four of them say it in unison. Yeah, all four of it. Yeah, yeah. I don't really know how they did it, but they did it. All four of them in unison say that entire line. Now, um, when they do say that they're, they're going to take the finalist, uh, I almost said Pokemon, when they take the finalist <laughs> food on the way, um, uh, Python does say, good thing I was already eliminated. Did yeah, 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 yeah. He, it also, like, it zooms in on his face as if he's about to say, like, something in shock, but instead he says, good thing I was already eliminated, making me think that perhaps maybe that wasn't the original line. Hmm. There's a lot of that with Python, huh? There's a lot of that with this this arc, I think, because this arc seems to be where things get a lot more serious. Yeah. yeah. Um, but instead of, like, following suit with the dialogue, Four Kids was like, let's keep it light, let's keep it breezy. Nothing really bad is happening here. Yeah, I don't know how long you can keep that up, Four Kids. So, yeah, especially with how this episode goes. So, the gluttons make food. In the most extra way you could possibly imagine. It legit was like the most beautiful scene that Fighting Foodons has done. First, Cyberman. Uh, I I know one of their names. His name is Cyberchase. His name is Cyberchase. <laughs> Cyber now, yeah, Not like right. a cyber version of our main character, Chase, but like Cyberchase, the TV show on Cyber PBS. Cyberchase, we're moving. We're beating mm-hmm. Hacker at, at his game. game. Although, maybe... Maybe he's Chase from the future. We don't know. Maybe future Chase. Maybe he's Chase from the doomed timeline where they don't stop the mind control fish sticks. Yeah. And he's given up. We can pretty much say whatever we want in this show. (laughs) So, so, so Cyberman, sorry, sorry, Cyber Chase. Cyber Chase. Uh, does a big thing and uh, didn't like does an explosion on the ocean, rising a big like walk pan steamer um into the sky in a big thrashing pillar of water. And Kayla says 
It looks like a big dishwasher. But does it? But does it though, Kayla? But does it? I've seen dishwashers in my day. It it looked more like a cooking pot, Kayla. Yeah. yeah. Not, it was, yeah, not yeah. quite, Kayla, yeah. not quite. Kayla, um, I mean, she might have been obstructed by the amount of water that was splashing up. Well, there was so much water, it's so high up, you know, maybe she thought it looked like a washing machine originally, and then was maybe like, Maybe she oh. doesn't know what a washing machine looks like. Well, you know, this is a dystopia, washing machines don't really exist there anymore, there's like... No, there's just pictures of them on, like, ancient stones. Right, Yeah, because right. yeah. they, they, they use dishes and then they have to throw them away. <laughs> yeah. Every t- well, it's tradition. It's so, that, it's so that the gluttons can't track them. Yeah, it, well, it's tradition in Foodlandia, the name of this place. Mm-hmm. Planet, yeah. It is tradition in Foodlandia. They haven't given us a name, so I've chosen one. Foodlandia, it is, it's tradition to, when you finish a meal, to, um, you know, to toss your plate away using the, you know, traditional word, yeet. Exactly, and if you don't say that, the gluttons come after you. <laughs> yeah. They know. Like, it's law. It's the law of the land. It doesn't matter where you are, there's a tracker in every home that ha- listens for the word yeet. And if it doesn't happen at a certain time during dinner... Mm. And it, it, since, since, since we have confirmed that this is the post-apocalyptic version of our own future, uh, yes, I know you were wondering this. Uh, Google, Alexa, Siri, all of them are listening to make sure that you say yeet. Not yet, but like once we reach that level of dystopia. We're almost there. We're, almost We're close. There. We're pretty close. Um so giant pot happens. Yes. The the cyber chase uses his laser eyes to cut up a bunch of fish. Yeah, Robo gets us. Uh <laughs> Robo gets us <laughs> Uses uh, his eye lasers to chop up a bunch of fish in the air and put them into the pot. He also is able to somehow lock on to the fish and, like, his robot eye determines if they're good fish ingredients or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a good detail, and I'm terrified of this character. Yeah, he's a little spooky. Hey, there was so much animation in this episode. Yeah. I know, it was great. It's it was like beautiful. they didn't use any of the budget for anything until this episode right yeah. here. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's so strange. It's like, for the first five episodes, it wasn't a show, and then now it's a show. And now... This felt like a different show than what we've been watching this entire time. It felt yeah. like the sequel series to yeah. Fighting Foodons. So- Fighting Foodons GX Star Plus Ultra, Never Gonna Die. never gonna die too. die harder Uh, it's hard to remember the specific order of events but they're all like just going off and doing all these acrobatics and then like the buff dude that isn't cyber chase um like this boiling hot pan filled with like all this food that they made by doing all these crazy flips and, and jumps and and acrobatics um is now falling and it's about to land on the deck of the ship which you know, it's probably fine. Instead of letting it land on the deck of the ship, the buff dude runs underneath it and grabs the burning pan with his, not bare hands, he has gloves on, but like they're fingerless gloves. Uh-huh. And he grabs the bottom of the pan and you hear it sizzle, but he's just like, order up. It's intense. And a bunch of food erupts from the pan, including a lot of stuff that isn't fish. Uh-huh. Ha- oh, yeah, I didn't even notice that. Yep, there was some chicken and duck in there, I saw. And a lobster. There was there was lobster, but you could there get that in the ocean. There were veggies. For sure. You know, and you could, like, say, 
that like, oh, they can put their own veggies in there or whatever. But it's just like Were they pre prepped? But but yeah, how much pre prep was there? The walk was underneath the ocean. Did you see how extra these villains were? I think they were prepared. <laughs> I mean, that's the only explanation, is that they were like, we gotta make this look good. Grand entrance so we can gain more gluttons. They are actually, that is actually all microwave dinners that they were keeping inside (laughs) the pan, so once they, like, pulled it up from the ocean, they were just like, whoa, how did we do it? Whoa! (laughs) Well, it's it's like on, like, Rachel Ray or whatever, they pulled it out of the second oven, for sure. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like, then you have to bake for 45 minutes, but to save time, I have one prepared right here. And they open it up and they're like, look, food for the glutton army. (laughs) Rachel Ray is for the glutton army. So they- Yes. Yes. I, you can assume that any cooking show host is going to be one of the Alton like, Brown, a high, a high sure, ranking member of the Glutton the Glutton Not Army. Gordon sure. Ramsay. No, Gordon Ramsay is a rebel chef. Yes. Gordon Ramsay is a rebel chef, but he's not my favorite one. He's my favorite he's one. He's my favorite rebel chef. Um well okay, Gordon Ramsay is essentially Chef Jack, okay? No, he's no. he's a much better he's person mu- than Chef Jack. He's a much Jack. better dad. That's not a, a better dad. Oh, and a you better know what? Person. That's fair. That's fair. Gordon Ramsay is a better dad than Chef Jack. Um, <laughs> um there's uh, one final piece of the glutton puzzle that I sure. thought was amazing. The glozzle, if you will. The glozzle. Um, and I will. Thank you, Marble. Mm-hmm. Cinnamonkey, who is the monkey, decides to do another water splash and sea salt appears in the air and, and, and rains yeah. out of the sky. And rains down seasoning all of the food. Which, like, it looks nice from a, like, hey, look, we're making all this nice food perspective, but you also see it rain down on the audience, and that's, like, very hazardous. Mm-hmm. Super dangerous. Like, yeah. like, you gotta close your eyes and, like, cover your face. Yeah. It, that's it not healthy. beautiful, but realistically, getting salt in your eye? Ow. It did look beautiful, but, like, that's the thing. It's, like, it's very much a facade, because... I mean, the actual procurement and, like, process that got all of this delicious food here was really unethical and gross. Yes. We didn't even mention how a lot of the fish that they cut up were still alive. All of them were. Oh, all of them, because they came fresh from the ocean. They got launched into the air, and they were flopping around, and then Cyberchase sliced them up with his laser eyes. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, that's not great. And also, like, all of the fish went into the pot. You're not supposed to put all of the fish into the food, just, like, the parts with the meat on it. But they put entire fish inside the sh- Well, you have to assume that Cyber Chase's Cyber Eye can uh, debone a fish. (laughs) I like the idea of, like, like, okay, so this is my theory. They launch all these fish into the sky, and for, for pure spectacle, he slices them up with his Cyber Eye, and they land in the pot. And they land in the pot right on the, like, on, on, like, the right side. And then on the left side, they have all these finished dishes. So they take out all these finished dishes and they're like, look how amazing and wonderful all these finished dishes are. And then they just have, like, a bunch of just dead fish just in a a pot. And they just, like, throw it back in the ocean. And they're like, don't worry about it. It's a magic trick. There's a false bottom. (laughs) There's a false bottom. There's a false bottom to the wall. Oh, 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 wait. The, the... The, uh, the pillar of water is actually hiding a tube. Right! It siphons all the dead fish back into the ocean. <laughs> yeah. This is so gross. Oh no. 
So, so yeah, so, that's the big four. They're really, they present magic food times. Yeah, and so everybody in the audience is invited to come try this food, and it apparently smells amazing, and it's like all these great microwave dinners. And the audience is all all eating it and loving it, and you know, whatever. And they're getting hypnotized. They're getting hypnotized, Including yeah. our Chase, heroes. Chase and the heroes are like, we're not gonna eat this, we can't touch glutton food, oh no, oh no. But it just smells so good. It's, it's very much like the opening to Spirited Away. Yes, yes. exactly. And here's the thing is that Chef Jack does turn into a pig and then Chase has to go on a magical, wonderful adventure where he learns about, you know, the meaning of, uh, I forget Christmas. what the central themes of Spirited Away are, but eventually he has to like be like, Chef Jack, the pig isn't even among these ones. And then, <laughs> then uh, Claudia is like, ah, you figured it out. And then gives, turns Chef Jack back into a human and they leave together. But then you realize that like all this moss has grown around uh, the place to signify how much time has passed. Sorry for spoiling all of Spirited That's Away if you haven't seen away. it. <laughs> Nobody talks about this, but uh, like the assumption is that like a lot of time has passed at by in the events of Spirited Away. Like I don't know, maybe weeks or months or even years. Like mm-hmm. that family might have lost their lease. They might they might have lost their livelihood. Yeah, people might think they're dead. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were probably presumed dead. It's it's messy. Up. I mean, it's, it's Spirited Away, and, like, that's what happens. Hey, I know we're recording an episode of Fighting Foodons, but let's watch Spirited Away, and let's not stop the recording. So we just watched Spirited no, Away, and... Because, like, here's the thing. They say that, like, they're, that movers are on the way to the house, are, like, already there, like, with all of their stuff. So, like... So their stuff is the, gone. What did the, their mover? What did their movers do when they didn't show up that day? Threw it into the ocean. Did any payment go through? Like, sure. Like some, some. Like they, they definitely have, their stuff would most likely just be repossessed, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Dang, that sucks. Spirited I mean, yeah. Away Two sucks. Yeah, no, Spirited Away 1 is a gorgeous and wonderful movie. Spirited Away 1 is great. Spirited Away 2 ramifications. Yeah, it's very dark and kind of upsetting. It's just depressing. It's not really supernatural in any way. It's just kind of sad. We still see the supernatural creatures, but they don't play a big part. It's more about the the struggles his family's going through because of the events of 1. Spirited Away 2 is more akin to Grave of the Fireflies. That makes me sad. Anyways. okay. uh, (laughs) Let's talk about Fighting Foodons, which improved as a show in this episode. Oh, yeah. So everyone's getting hypnotized, including the the, the heroes. Um, Except Hooded Chef Jack is in the audience, and he takes a bite of the food, and he's like, whatever, this stuff sucks. It was cooked with pure evil. But Chase is still hypnotized, and Oslo smacks him on the back of the head, and is like- Oslo does it. What, who did I say? Yeah. No, 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 you're right. No, you That's did, interesting. You, you did say Oslo. I was like, like Oslo. Yeah. But like, Oslo, Oslo wasn't hypnotized. O- Oslo didn't give in. Did he eat it though? Or no? I don't think so. I don't think so. We did not see him eat it. He's immune because he was the former glutton king. It's true. Mm-hmm. And he's still trying to take his throne. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like Oslo is playing the longest game imaginable. Penultimate episode, he reveals himself to be the previous glutton king and helps him dethrone the current king. It's going to, it's going to happen. Yeah. And, you know, there's going to be like the, the, you know, moral choice, blue or red uh, choice at the end of the game where Chase has to decide whether to, like, you know, let Oslo dethrone, like, be the new Glutton King again and skip a boss fight. 
Or dethrone Oslo to get the true ending. Yeah. Right. And one of these leads to Cyber Chase. The other one doesn't. I'm not telling which, though. No, no. We can't. So, no, instead... No, no spoilers. We're going to talk about the rest of the episode because the ramifications of uh, King Oslo come way later. Chef Jack. Marble can, Marble, can you say the funny thing that you said when we watched it? What did I say? Oh, did you say that earlier in this episode, actually? What did I say? What did she say? The Chef Jack is Chef back. I think I'm... No, I, that was probably during the episode. Or maybe it was during this episode of Deck of Friendship. <laughs> Chef Jack is Chef Bad. But I'll say it again just for posterity's sake. I can't remember when you I said really that. Everyone, everyone quiet down, please. This is my okay. moment. I'm going to stand right. on this table here. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Uh, hi. Hello. Hi. 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 Um, hi. My name is Marble, and I, uh, I had a funny joke that I wanted to say. Please share with us. Okay. So we're watching this show called Fighting Food on... Um, it's kind of important to the joke. And one of the characters' names is Chef Jack. And he's like, he's like a rebel chef. And he's like the main character's dad and stuff. And he does like a lot of cool, like, G.I. Joe moves and everything. Um, but while the main character who we're following is like training to become a better chef so he can like stop the gluttons. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot to say, um, the gluttons are like the evil guys. And, um, they like, they like took over the world. And now like the rebel chefs are like the people who have to, like stop them um um so the main character is like trying to learn how to cook food better and then um and then uh uh th- um his dad uh is is like off screen for most of it because he's like doing cool rebel chef stuff and um in, um in this episode he comes comes back and i i made a joke i said i said chef jack is chef back <laughs> now, now marble i i um so funny. Uh, as, as your professor you know like it was a great presentation thank you very much I, I really- did you it was the powerpoint okay marble the I powerpoint think- was good uh, right right uh st- could you yeah I'm, marble uh, i think you did a great job you really held your own i know it's really tough for you to do presentations right especially- right you're my student and i would appreciate can you, you shut not- up <laughs> For one second, Professor. Just one second. I, Let me praise my You're going to get college colleague. detention, Ray. You're go- Ray, you're going- I'm going to send you to college detention. You're going to have right. to go to the college principal's office. I'm a bad boy. You can't put me in prison. That's not what's- det- Well, maybe college detention is prison. Hmm. I'm going to think about that society. Well, College society. detention is just more debt. They just double your student loans. Oh, no. <laughs> Fighting Foodons, um, the episode that we watch, the thing that happens next in it, you'll never believe. That's how sentences are structured. Um, Can you believe <laughs> <laughs> So, Chef Jack uh, and Chase, well, Chase first, stands up to the gluttons. He's like, I don't want your crummy glutton food because it made, it's made with pure evil and it tastes bad and it sucks. Meanwhile, everyone around him is like, it's so good that they're hypnotized, but he's just like, it sucks and I hate it and you're tacky and I hate you. Yeah. And they're and, all. And well, here's, here's the thing is that, so then the big four, um, uh, oh gosh, what's her name? Did we say it? Rose or something? Rose Marinade. Rose Marinade. Rose Marinade. Rose Marinade summon spring chicken. Which is a big, colorful chicken. It's, I want you to imagine the big bird from Wind Waker, but with a spring roll for a head. Yeah. yeah. That's it. 
Yeah, I I don't know if it was as big as beefsteak, but uh, it was still very big. It's comparable. It, it was it was it was it was probably not as big as beefsteak, but the mobility aspect makes it more terrifying. Right. Yeah. And look, in the fighting food on fighting game, beefsteak and spring chicken are are op. They're banned to Ubers. Yes, of course. Yeah. I mean, beefsteak is a tank, and uh, uh, spring chicken is a is a ranged DPS. Yeah. So Chase summons his foodons to like protect himself, right? Yeah. Uh, but they can't, and it's it, it they they lose. They lose hard. They loot hard and immediately and get knocked back, revealing all of the dirt under the floorboards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like, you know, like in anime fights when like somebody like gets like beat so hard that they like make a crater or whatever. Like they, they like drag through the floor a little bit and create a big crater of dirt underneath their feet. But it's also just on the deck of a ship. And I'm not entirely sure what that implies, but it definitely implies something. <laughs> well, the ship is made of dirt. It's dirt ship. It's dirt ship. And... Welcome to Dirt of Friendship. Welcome to Dirt of Friendship. Chef Jack takes his robe off and leaps in the way of danger when Spring Chicken is about to finish them all off. Yeah, Spring Chicken is like charging up a big laser or whatever and fires the big laser and Chase jumps in front of the laser to protect his foodons. Which is beautiful. Which is beautiful, but also he dies, surely. But then Chef Jack jumps in front of the laser and then also just jumps away. So, Chase, that would have been a good step, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's learning. Yeah, he's learning. Chase can't Chef, carry them Chef yet. Jack finally did something heroic. Yeah. Um, like, that. well, here's the thing. This episode, I think, proves, like, Chef Jack is a good, like, resistance fighter, but is not, still not a great dad. Right, yes. Good resistance fighter. Dad, dad powers could use some work, some honing, perhaps. Well, yeah, in the fighting food on this fighting game, uh, you know, every character has dad energy, uh, that they, that you charge some attacks. And, um, Jeff Jackson's dad energy is, like, really, really low. It's, like, way lower than, than, like, even Chase. Yeah. Or Claudia, right. even. Or Claudia. Claudia. Claudia has better dad energy for, like, the jokes and puns. Uh, Beefsteak actually has the highest yeah. dad energy in the game, which is part of what makes him so OP. Right, exactly. He's he's he, he's a very powerful father figure for a lot of people. Yeah, m myself included. I just like here. The thing is, is that like you know, it can be a touchy subject, but when you hear somebody say Beefsteak, it really just like hits you in a way that like you're like, oh, that's what I was missing this whole time. I like. I didn't know what I wanted from my dad, and then I heard that, and I was like, oh. Wow. It really is beefsteak. This is the funniest and saddest bit at the exact same <laughs> time. <laughs> so, uh, Chef Jack takes his robe off, and he's like, son, are you okay? And has other clothes underneath. Yes, he, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Sorry. He also is wearing clothes, and he, <laughs> That's he, important. Takes, he takes his robe off and reveals that he's Chef Jack. And then everyone is like, oh. <gasps> It's Chef Jack, oh my gosh. Yeah, in in a uh in his typical action figure Chef Jack outfit, but with a new little donut hat. And by that I mean the hats that the people who make donuts sometimes wear. Yeah. 
It's a good look. Yeah. It's so so the big four call out the G Men, not the ones from Half Life. Not the ones from Half Life. But just like the 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 ones that carry those pizza spat the giant pa- spatulas that you use to get pizzas out of the They're oven. They're called something. Peels? They're called something. They're called peels. They're called peels. Okay. So they all have peels and they surround them. And we think like, uh oh, how are they gonna escape this one? And it turns out they don't. They get yeah. captured and put in the oh. brig. Yep. Oh, but here, here's the other thing. Can we talk about Albert? Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Albert, Albert, the one who, um, the one who Chase beat in the last episode as the final round of the competition, and who was who was up to this point been like kind of a jerk, but like is now their buddy and is just like in the squad with Python yeah. and Kayla and all them. The um, only characterization we got was that he's a big fan of Chef yeah. Jack. That was it. Yeah, and. And like when they're surrounded by the the, the peelmen, they he is like totally fanboying out about being with Chef Jack. As like, hey, can I get a handshake? And then like the instant that Chef Jack like touches his hand, he's like, I can't believe they got a handshake from the famous Chef Jack. Also, could I get autographs for me and all my friends? And blah blah blah. It's like it's, it's cute. It's pretty cute. And yeah. then they're captured. Yeah. Yeah. Then they're in boat jail, aka See, the brig. And this is what I was saying about Bede. He's in boat jail. Bede is in boat jail. No, Bede is Bede is a is a good boy. I still haven't beaten the game. <laughs> hey, hey! Speaking of good boys, uh, Chef Jack summons. This is later, but I have to say it now for the bit. Chef Jack summons. Uh, oh God, tofu something. Tofurious, and says, "All right, soy boy." Yes, he does. He says the word soy boy. I still can't believe it. Chef Jack says the word soy boy in this fun little children's cartoon from the 90s. He says soy boy. Who knew back then how topical that would be now in the year in the year of our Lord 2019? Who knew? I didn't. C- certainly don't. not the certainly not the writers of Fighting Foodons. And uh, I don't know this term. You seem to think uh, you seem to know it. It as is a term. Sir, sure. Well, it is an alt right dog whistle um, that oh. people use to refer to. Basically, the claim is that by giving uh, men soy. It ups their estrogen levels, which isn't true. Uh, what? No. Yeah. And makes uh-huh. them more feminine. And that is why men these days are more feminine because we give them soy, even though it's not true. Actually, H Bomber guy, uh, the guy who did the Donkey Kong 64 charity stream, uh, did a great video where, like, for a very, very long time, he did nothing but eat soy and got, like, like testosterone, like, count tests. Uh, before and after, just to be like, hey, this is this is garbage and not true. Um, but the term soy boy is like an insult that the right uses for uh, like men who in men who enjoy things. Any man who has emotions, any man with emotions, or you know who isn't yelling at celebrities on Twitter or whatever, mad about Captain Marvel, mad about <laughs> Captain Marvel, mad about Shira, basically mad about media with women in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyways, we need to finish this episode. We're almost yeah, there, Ben. We're almost at the very juicy parts. Yeah. So yes. they're in 
ship jail, also known as the brig. And, and then we find out that Chef Jack wasn't actually there to support Chase. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we and instead he's we learned he's there to support Python. No, not even. Oh, actually, not no. even. It wasn't he wasn't even trying to so he reveals that he was there to save Python's parents. And you're like, that's great. He met Python and like felt bad for him and is now trying to save his parents. But, but apparently Python's parents have a special technique for making what was it F- was it just a special type of food on or something i i honestly I can't don't remember. i don't remember the exact specifics but basically they have a technique that the gluttons were trying to use yeah 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 and yeah. they were going to get mind controlled at this mind control base that the ship was taking all the audience members to mm-hmm. um and it was going to co- be bad for the rebels if if this got out yes exactly and so he was trying to save python's parents so it was not to help python it wasn't to help his children it wasn't really to do anything um for his family it was to it was to help the resistance which is a noble cause but god he still has no dad points at all get it together chef get it together chef once you come back from being dead at the end of this episode spoilers so fried ricer and the meatballs crash through the ceiling on the mac cart and like knock out some glutton and then chef jack kicks a glutton in the face and beats up more glutton yeah and, and we're talking direct action full-on uprising like they they go for it human yeah. versus human violence happens yeah and, the, and then albert's just snapping pictures mm-hmm. which is fair yeah gotta have like ch- a, a like a like a, a battle photographer to work on that rebel chef propaganda Absolutely. <laughs> Did you know that not all propaganda is bad, folks? They're advancing no. a cause. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Direct action, baby. Yeah. Uh, and they get to the cell with Python's parents and bust them out. And it's Potin and Martin. Potin and Martin. And let me say, I did cry at the reunion. It was very cute. It was so adorable. Scene. Like they they were holding Python in their arms, and I just I just like something about it just like wrecked me to Python's my core. Face. Mm-hmm. He was face. so happy. And he was like, we're a family again. I was just like, ah, Python. And also down to the gluttons. It was down very with wholesome. Down with Thing Gorge. It's like, yes, Python. I love it. Was, you, it was a You're wonderful great. scene. Um, even scene. the characters were crying and not like in a yeah. funny way. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a joke. He didn't talk about people's feet stinking or whatever. They didn't have any four kids ham. It had just the plot. Yeah, this episode had the least amount of jokes in it. I don't even know if there were that many. No. Yeah. And you know what? I'm okay with this. This episode was plot heavy. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so good. Um, So they they break out of jail. They all get into the Mac cart and they're going to escape. They're going to escape this place, but they left an entire ship full of people that are going to be mind controlled. Uh Uh-oh. I hope that loose end gets tied up. It will. They will by the end of the episode. Um, so the, the mat cart turns into a glider, the flying one, not like a gliding one, but like a flying glider. It looks like a glider, but it's flying them away from a place. So it's not yeah. technically doing the function of a glider, but you know, whatever. Yeah, it's um, more like a, it's a, it's a flyer. It's a flyer, not a plane, but a flyer. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they, um, they fly out 
out into the ocean and they're home free and their dad is with them and everything is happy and we get that but like then, mega, we get a mega happy ending like you would expect from the show like just the then, feel good stuff that like nothing nothing's gonna go wrong nothing bad's I, gonna happen marble, hey marble then, hey marble hey marble what i stopped watching after that what we're happened? on episode six seven seven so it's not over oh it's not over but then, but then, but then, but then, but then, spring chicken, spring chicken again. This what time, happened to spring chicken? Again. What did spring chicken do? Well, spring chicken started chasing them after them in the air, and Chef yeah. Jack realized that you know, like even if even if they had gotten Python's parents back and they had gained so much and learned so much and confronted the 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 big four and lived that this would not be a journey without loss and he and his sidekick tofu tofurious um they looked at each other and they were like this is it we have to save our children. We never did anything right as a father until now. I'm putting a lot of this on you, Tofurious, but really it was mostly my fault. So now we have to make up for it right now, right here, right now. And they jump and land on the head of Spring Chicken. And wow, we really get a, scent, a better perspective on how gigantic Spring Chicken Um Because they like, they like, are just like, they're smaller than its eyeball. Um... And Chef Jack, uh, pulls out a big carrot on a stick. (laughs) (laughs) Something to break up the tension a little bit. And And then he he comically eats it and says, what's up, Doc? (laughs) This is like one of two jokes in the episode. Um, but it's not even that much of a joke because then he uses the carrot on a stick and puts it in front of the, in front of the spring chicken to light, lead it towards the glutton, uh, secret test kitchen, uh, crashing into it and exploding it. And with that, Chef Jack's dead. Yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Chef Jack. And then and the Mac cart goes down. No, it doesn't. No, no, the no. Mac, Mac cart stays no. up, but Chase trying to like reach out to his father falls out of them. I forgot how he got to the place, but yeah. my bad. Cut that out of the episode. I'm starting over. Okay. Um, Chase reaching out to his father after the explosion falls out of the mat cart and fried rice, fried ricer, omelet, and wait, and yeah, who I think else? It was omelet and the meatballs. No, it was no. it was fried ricer. I hot don't dog think, on I it. Don't, and I don't think fried rice or hot dog on it went with. They did. Yeah, they did. They did. It was fried rice or hot dog on it. And are you uh, looking omelet. at it? Because I really remember the night. No, I, I, I remember just, well, here, seeing here, here, all here, of here, his here, food on his jump with. Hold him. on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, now you're right. But no meatballs. No meatballs. So, uh, when, when, when the thing, he, he reaches out for his father, who presumably died in a massive explosion, and then during the massive explosion, the Mac cart's shaken, and he falls out, and then fried ricer, hot dog on it, and omelet jump out after him. And, yeah, so things have taken a turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. We see a close-up on Kayla, and she's crying because her brother and dad are gone for now, presumably. And and it it fades out 
and sort of fades back in on um, Banana Island. With funky tropical music uh-huh. in the With background. funky tropical music and two ninjas. Yeah. Yes, one of them named Coco. Oh yeah, Coco. She's got like long purple hair and like she's a ninja for sure. Yeah. She's got a whole ninja get up and there's a big buff ninja. Unconscious Chase. Pulled him out of the ocean. Yeah. We know that Coco and Chase made it out of the ocean, and presumably the others did too, but we haven't seen them yet. Yeah. Um, And the rest of them take off. It's Albert, Kayla, and the meatballs in the mat cart, and Python and his parents, and they get away. Yeah. Yeah. And so this episode actually had a plot, and it was kind of a dark one. And it's kind of pushing the characters forward and separating them. Yeah, it's like it's a totally different show, and I'm really surprised and really into it. I'm excited. I want to. I want to see where this goes. I also, I feel like basically this show so far has followed like, you know, like shonen anime stereotypes, but then like giving us like the mega happy nothing can go wrong version of them. Uh Whereas like in in a normal shonen TV show, if something like this happened, the next thing you would expect is, uh, you know, they save Python's parents, but... Chef Jack dies or something like that. But you wouldn't expect fighting foodons to actually go that far. And then they did. did. Like, it's a common trope. And yet I didn't expect it because it was fighting foodons. And everything has been such low stakes until now. Yeah. Yeah. But this was just... This was just a whole new thing. Uh, yeah. It's a new tone. It's a new direction. A whole new world. It's all been hinted at with the background of the gluttons, but it's just been a happy-go-lucky anime so far. At least we still have tropical music. So, so I, I guess what we're really saying is that Fighting Foodons begins right now. On episode uh, seven. 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 A vast ye gluttons. We got some some bigger threats, bigger villains. We got stakes. We got dead characters. <laughs> stakes. We got dangerous villains. Actually dangerous villains. Actual dangerous we've got, villains. We've got high stakes. We've got beef stakes. We've got mind control. We've got fish sticks. The show has everything. The show does have everything. And we're, next time we're going to see them take a bite out of crime. Yeah, well, ne- well, the next episode is going to be like a noir episode at this point, I'm expecting. A noir beach episode. <laughs> a nu- has there been a lot of noir beach content? Not yet. Not yet. Fighting it Foodons happened. fills that niche. It happened Fighting in the foodons. 90s. Yeah, sure. Well, you Magnum P.I., kind of. A little bit. We all turned a blind eye to Fighting Foodons when they were trying to give us the content we needed. Thanks for kids. I, thanks for it's a weird kids. weird thing to say, but thanks for kids. Uh, so I suppose with all that, what do we think about taking a little sample off the sample cart? The sad pull cart because the this was sad, a sad episode. The sad pull cart. The sad pull cart. Yeah, that's a real word because yeah. all words are made up, and I can say whatever I want. Fight me. That was to the audience, not both of you. I would never fight you, but I would probably fight our audience. Not out of, like, not out of spite, just for fun. If the three of us, uh, at our full power level, with all of our special abilities, uh, had to, you know, fight in a tournament, um, who do you think would win? Probably all of the people, because there's so many, and I'm not really great with confrontation. (laughs) Well, you could could just (laughs) throw the moon on them, though. Oh, that's true. What what are what are our special attacks though? Mine is throwing the moon at people. Um, mine is mine is turning into bats. Ooh, I like that. I mean, mine is just—it's so simple. It's just sowing chaos. 
<laughs> I didn't know you could sew. Oh, uh, thanks. Oh, yeah, I can You're stitch, so multi-talented. Too. You're so multi Do you know, do you know crocheting? Can you crochet some chaos? No, oh, I my can. God. Can you crochet something for me? Can you crochet my OC? I can't crochet. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, that's fine. What about doll making? No, I gave that up eons ago. What about spaghetti making? I dabble in the the arts of spaghetti. The spaghetti arts. Spaghetti about it. What? How many different th- how many different kinds of spaghetti are there? There's at least six. Could but you? Could I believe that? I I only know the two. Well, there's mom's spaghetti. There's spaghetti. <laughs> There's spaghetti about it. There's spaghetti about it. There's spaghetti. There's angel hair. (laughs) (laughs) Meat spaghetti. Spaghetti made of meat. That's just ground. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. And then there's uh, sharp spaghetti, which is snakes. (laughs) (laughs) They don't have any arms. And then there's the small spaghetti that we call worms. Right, Mm. right. I don't like that spaghetti. Organic spaghetti, that is. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, you know, the organic movement is really taking off, and I think think that this is the most organic you can get. And then there's spaghetti jerky, otherwise known as rope. (laughs) (laughs) We do have two new iTunes reviews. So we have a five-star review from Fan the Mothra, uh, who who writes, Getting back to the show, the show. A deck of friendship is so incredibly good. The three hosts, Mars, Marble, and Ray, are extremely funny and are all genuinely excited about telling you about the newest episode of an anime they watch. In between summarizing an episode and describing their favorite monster, or moon, that uh, that day, they go on long tangents that are always a laugh riot. The three hosts will gladly riff with one another, but will make sure to reel it a bit in if they go too far from the show. It's an incredible experience that everyone should enjoy. Also, their talk on episodes 11 and 12 of Yu-Gi-Oh! Season 1 legit made me laugh so hard I had to pause and wipe tears from my face. 11 Aww. out of 10, the best podcast. Thank you, Thank you so, so much. much. Thank you. Thank you. That's, that's why we do what we do. It's what we do what we do. To make why you we cry. do what we do. It does what it do. Does does what it do. It does what it do. This next review is from XZ Geeks, who says, I think I love the show more than Yu-Gi-Oh! itself, which is a lot. I absolutely loved Yu-Gi-Oh! when I was younger, like full-on obsessed. And then, as I got older, went through that phase of thinking my childhood self was lame. I was wrong. And then I went to college and ended up rewatching Yu-Gi-Oh! and falling in love all over again, and have unapologetically loved it since. But then, my friend recommended this podcast to me, and I fell in love with Yu-Gi-Oh! again. Seriously, listening to the show made me reflect, again, on all the reasons I love this ridiculous, over-the-top show, while also addressing the big oofs the show has in really great discussions. And I also laughed so hard I cried multiple times, both in the comfort of my home and at my desk at work. The three hosts are so clever and hilarious and honestly are some of the most genuinely kind and friendly podcasters I have ever listened to. I've just finished up all the Yu-Gi-Oh! episodes and cannot wait to listen to the new season and new show and look forward to all the future seasons of Deck of Friendship 2. Thank you to the hosts for creating such a wonderful gift to the world. I'm currently trying to make as many of my friends as possible listen to this show so that I can force them them to then talk more about Yu-Gi-Oh! with me. Thank you so much. Thank you you for listening. Thank Thank you. you. That is... On, like that is incredibly high praise. One, like, I started tearing up a little bit halfway yeah, through that. I did Two, shed a tear. That's yeah. not first a of joke. all. Like, thank you, thank you for that wonderful review. And secondly, thank you uh, to the person who recommended the show to them because that's like the best way to get the word out about our show and help yeah, us like reach yeah. more people. And we're we're so so grateful to the folks that enjoy our stuff. And it's it's always nice to you know 
hear that new people have found it and checked it out and and taken so much from it because we 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 really do um we do this because we love doing it and when other people share that passion with us it's just it's very 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 meaningful to us yeah very well said marvel yeah and 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 now it's the end of the podcast yeah thank you so much for listening to deck of friendship um uh if you liked what we did then you can leave us a review on itunes like those two really great ones that we just read um and also just sharing with friends like we were like marble was saying like is so important and and really helps us grow and is really just genuinely so cool and love seeing you know new people getting into the show it's it's so good and uh we have an email at deckfriendshippod at gmail.com twitter is at friendship deck uh yeah and as we say every episode mom spaghetti, mom spaghetti.